Welcome to Courageously Casey. I am your host, Casey Russell, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is to share my story for His glory, and my prayer is that God will utilize me to speak to your heart and mind so that you too are able to confidently and courageously go after your God-sized dreams. Let's get right to it. Hey guys, episode 30 coming at you. Wow, that sounds like a really big number. I don't know about you, but the number 30, when I was a kid, I was like, wow, people that are 30 are old. <laughs> and now I'm past that. And actually, I forget my age all the time. Does anybody else do that? I told my kids, I'm like, once you hit 30, nothing even matters on what age you are. My husband constantly has to remind me about how old I am. And my kids now do too, since they've heard him do it. But anyways, 30 sounds like a big number sometimes, and then sometimes it just sounds like we're just getting started. So as far as the podcast goes, I am so excited that we have reached it to number 30. I had a friend ask me today when I was recording this, um, she said, hey, I've watched like, you know, or listened to your first two or three. How many are you up to now? And I said, oh, there's 29 episodes. She said, Whoa, I had no idea. So anyways, if you have not shared this podcast, please do so. It is um, growing and there are people being transformed through their minds, through their relationships, through sobriety. There's so many conversations that are happening because of this podcast. And so I know God's getting the glory in it. And I want these conversations to happen. I also know that sometimes when I get really excited, I talk way too fast. I know I do, you guys. It's just a thing. I've always done that. And so I have had some feedback with that as well. Slow down, Casey, slow down. So um, your feedback is appreciated. If you have anything ugly to say, just keep it to yourself. But if it's constructive criticism or feedback, or if you're sharing it with friends, then that is obviously always welcomed. If you haven't left a review on the podcast, please do so. Please do so. It takes literally like two or three seconds. If you're doing it on Apple, you can actually write a review, give me five stars, and it will share um, to the world of why they need to listen to this. So today, we're going to talk about how your feelings will fill you. We're going to talk about how your feelings are going to fill you, right? And when I think about feelings, you can think about all kinds of words. Happy, sad, mad, excited, overwhelmed, um, hurting. Um, you know, I mean, just so many things come to your mind, right? When you think of the word feeling. And I want to ask you, since you're listening to this podcast, what are you feeling right now? Do you feel loved? Are you feeling excited? Are you frustrated? Are you stressed out? Are you angry? Are you happy? Do you feel joy? Do you feel peace? Have you felt some kindness from somebody else? Have you felt cold? Have you felt warm? Which, what are you feeling right now? And then where are those feelings, number one, coming from? And number two, where are they leading you to? You see, feelings have two, two ways of going. They have one direction where they come from, and then they kind of pass through us, if you can envision this, like let's say, okay, it's coming, you're, you're like grabbing from your right hand, and then boom, it kind of goes through you, and then awesome, pass the baton, 
and it goes all the way out to your left hand. And that's the feelings that go through us. So there are things that come to us and then through us, right? So think about where are those feelings coming from? And then where are they going to? Where are they, where are they going through to, you know, where, where are they going to continue on? Well, we get to make a choice of that. You know, if it's like happiness and excitement and love and peace and kindness, then obviously we want that to like go through and we want to keep that going to and out and beyond and around, you know, all these words that we can use. Okay. But if it's anger and frustration and even sadness and overwhelm and stress, all these things, we really don't want those things to go out and beyond and to, do we? No, not really. Not really. Do I think that it's a good thing to feel? Yeah, there's some people that are so closed off to the to how they are feeling and, and they've been taught their whole lives that, you know, men don't cry and suck it up and it's all good. You're okay without ever being heard or ever feeling it. And so what happens is, is what, what happens? People supp suppress and they suppress and they suppress and they suppress. You know, it's just like, if you push down and push down and push down and push down and then boom, this thing explodes. Have y'all ever done that? Have you ever suppressed your feelings because you really don't want to face them head on? You rather just bury them, but you know that it is literally like a volcano and it's just sitting there waiting to erupt. Has this ever happened to you? Okay, y'all, this has happened to me for sure a lot in my life. And I have to really watch what I'm doing with my feelings when they come to me so that I get to decide where they go through me. Okay. So just kind of stay with me on this. You know, so many people walk around with guilt, condemnation, shame, anger, distrust, all these things. And sometimes people don't even realize that they're holding it until they totally release it to Jesus and he removes it, right? God will cleanse all that. He's already taken it from us, but sometimes we are holding on to it. And this used to be me. I, I didn't, I didn't want to face what I'd been through. I didn't want to actually feel those things. I didn't want to have to kind of address the guilt, the condemnation and shame that I've been carrying. And so instead I just wanted to suppress them. Well, what happened with that is that they got to sit with me, but they didn't sit because they ended up seeping out and they seeped into so many areas in my life and to people and relationships and business deals. And I mean, just everything in my life, it was like seeping out. And if you're anything like I was, you think that you're holding this off together. Oh, and nobody would know. Nobody would know. I'm never going to talk about these things. I'm never going to address them. We're just going to look the other way. We're going to ignore them. And they're just going to go away. No, they don't. No, they don't. Chances are they are seeping out of you. And you don't even realize it. And in lots of ways, I did not even realize how it was coming out of me until I let Jesus have it all. And he removed it and I let him have it. I was just like, okay, right? 
my pastor said something the other day that I really wanted you to hear. It says, all change happens when you walk in obedience of what God has told you to do. It has nothing, nothing to do with feelings. Right? Jeremiah 17, 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? The heart is deceitful above all things. Do you know what that tells me? Your feelings will fail you people, right? Proverbs 28 and 26 says, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. He who trusts in his own mind is a smart person. No, wrong, fool. The Bible says you're a fool if you're trusting your own mind. But, he, but the Bible says, but if you will walk in wisdom, you'll be delivered. Which what does delivered mean? It means you'll like take it away, right? Transformed, right? So you guys think about in your life where you're letting feelings lead you. Are you quick to respond? Or do you pray about it and let God lead? You know, like let go and let God and when I say let go and let God, a lot of people use that as like a tool to ignore and not address. And that is far from what I'm saying, you guys. That is far from what I'm saying. So please don't misinterpret that. I'm saying that instead of using your feelings to steer you, that instead you address them and you let God lead you, right? Proverbs 29, 11, not to be confused with Jeremiah 29, 11, This is Proverbs 29, 11 says a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. So when I read that, when I, I can just like picture, because I'm a visual person, I can just picture like a full vent, you know, like when you're riding in the car and that vent is just wide open. By the way, if you ride in a car, you don't have any air circulation or like during the summertime, the heat in Texas right now, it's been, we've had 115 days. If your air conditioning is above 72, you need prayer and I will pray for you. So just let me know. Um, <laughs> Um, anyways, a full vent. So I just think of it like wide open. So if you just have that full thing, just wide open to yourself and that selfishness and all your feelings and all your thoughts and all your spirit, well, that's a foolish move, right? That's what it's saying. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man will hold it back. He won't let just full blast, boom, going, right? He'll hold it back. He'll say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to let my feelings steer where I go. You know, there's a saying in my industry, say you steer where you stare. And I believe that that's true. You steer where you stare. And so if you're always looking for um, a reaction to your feelings, or you're always looking at how you're feeling, oh, I'm sad today. Oh, well, he made me mad. No, you made you mad. He said something and you allowed for the anger to come on. No, nobody made you mad, right? Um, my mentor, Steve Elder, one time he was telling me he had five children, very successful children too. You remember when we talk about the fruit? Steve and his sweet wife, Lorene, they, they, they definitely had fruit and it was a good fruit. 
three or five children, but Steve would say, you know, as his children were growing up, he'd say, oh, my, you know, dad, Mallory, this one of his daughters names, Mallory's dad, Mallory made me. And Steve would say, no, no. I think one of his son's name is maybe Braxton. He would say, no, Braxton, Mallory did not make you do that. You chose to do that and you have agency to choose. But see, the feelings that he was feeling at that time because of, it was cause and effect and feeling, feelings were his path or what he chose to, to, to go down. And so he reacted poorly. And so he's blaming that. But, but really, no, he's in control and you are too. So what are you giving power to in your life? What are you giving power to? Are you giving power or letting God use his power work through you and for you? Are you giving power to your feelings that every single time will fail you? And here's the thing. This doesn't always have to be good or bad. Do you remember when, you know, you're like young and you have the puppy love or whatever we used to call it. And it's like, oh, but he's so nice. You know, obviously I'm just going to speak from a woman's point of view. So this is me with a man, but um, you know, oh, he's so nice. He's so great. And, and like your feelings were failing. My feelings were failing me. I was not, I was not using that wisdom, right? That Proverbs 28, 26 reminded us who walking in wisdom. No, I wasn't walking in wisdom. I was trusting my own mind and my own feelings. And I was a fool just as, as the verse says. You know, there was, I was not reading all the red flags and the writing on the wall, despite what maybe my parents or my friends might have said, hey, don't go down that road. No, I was going to go with my feelings. So see, your feelings aren't always going to be like bad. It doesn't always have to be anger or grief or desperation or despair or um, anything like stress. It doesn't have to be anything. Sometimes it can be like those warm fuzzies in your, in your, in your belly that you get, you know? And it's like, no, but did God say this is a way to feel right now? No. Okay. Then don't let yourself lead that way. So don't get it twisted that every time you feel good or if you're those warm fuzzies and happy, that it's a, that it's a good and wise decision. Oftentimes people use alcohol because they, they want to have this feeling, right? Is it a wise decision? Probably 90% of the time, no. For me, it was 100% of the time, absolutely not. No. But my mind was telling me that I needed that because I wanted to feel some kind of way instead of walking in the wisdom that God's ordered me to do. Right? Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 is one that I would hope that all of you know. But if you don't, we're going to we're gonna remind you. Trust in the what? Yourself? No. The Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding, which means your own feelings, your own thoughts, your own ways. It says in all your ways, acknowledge him, see him, do him, be him, and he will make your path straight. See, when, when I was living my own life for me and my feelings and the way, well, this, this just makes me feel blah, blah, blah. No, when I was doing that, my path was as crooked as crooked could be, y'all. The yellow brick road wasn't even any more crooked than mine. Like, literally, this thing was 
way crooked. I was off the path, on the path, falling down on the path, rolling down the path, getting totally just in a totally different path. I mean, it was, there was nothing straight about it. I can tell you that, right? Because I was leaning on my own thoughts, my own understanding, the ways that I wanted to, that's a selfish this, right? And oftentimes when we're living with our feelings and we want to sit in our feelings for days upon days, upon weeks, upon weeks, upon months, months, and the years, I mean, a lot of people, it's years, you're leaning on your own understanding through these. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to feel. It's good to feel things, right? Like, I love to feel love and happiness and joy. I love to feel needed. I think that's important. You know, I'm in a marriage and I have children. It's important to feel needed. It's important to feel validated and um, acknowledged and um, seen. All these things are very important. But depending on what you choose to do with them so that they go through you and how they abound out of you is where God either gets the glory or he doesn't. If it's about you or if it's about him will be very, very clear. And so I want you just to think today in today's episode, and this one's not going to be very long. I want you to think about how you're feeling right now and then what you want to do with it. If it's more joy, then spread that stuff everywhere. If it's anger, then think about where it's coming from. If it's, if it's something that somebody has done, okay, well, what was your part in it? And why is it making you feel this way? Is it really something that somebody said? Or is it actually something that was stirred up from long ago that you had suppressed and they made it come to the surface? Was it them or was it you? Right? It's like that old saying when you're going to break up with somebody. Uh, it's not you, it's me. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> Um, think about that. Think about that. I always think about that when I'm thinking about like my relationship with the Lord. I'm like, God, it's not you because he's a perfect God, right? I'm like, it's definitely me. And that is so true. But in this case, I'm not breaking up with him. I'm like, Hey, make my, make my path straight. God, please, please hold me with your righteous hand. Right. Isaiah 41 and 10 says fear. What? Not. It says fear, not. For I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you in my righteous hand. And so, you know, I hope that you pray that. I hope that you pray, God, I don't want to be a person that has my feelings just letting my, you know, making my path all crooked. I want to, I want to let you be my strength. I want you to have my help or, you know, be where my help comes from. I want for you to be where I tap into the wisdom. I want for you to be the one that helps me make every decision. I want you to make the decisions. I don't want to make a single decision without you. Like not a single decision. Not a single decision. Can you think about that for a second? Do you know how many decisions you make every single day? Well, I don't know. I know I've talked about this on a podcast before, but it's like tens of thousands of decisions, both consciously and subconsciously. And what if we gave God every single one of them? Don't you think our lives would look a little bit better, a little bit more peaceful, full of joy? Yeah, for sure. For sure. You guys, I know that I used to live where my feelings, they controlled everything. And they were controlling me and I was not controlling them. Now, sometimes there's going to be an uncontrollable feeling that comes upon you. Maybe it's love. 
Like, I mean, if you're a mother, you know that when you have that baby, there's like literally an uncontrollable love that just gushes out of you. It's just like, oh my gosh, I've never understood love until I've had this. And I truly believe that. It's something that you can, it cannot be explained. It can only be experienced. And so there's going to be sometimes like that, but we have to decide on, and that's a great thing. That's a good feeling to put out, right? But we have to decide when the feelings come to us, how will we let them go through us and seep out? I'm going to pray us out. Father God, thank you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for provision. God, I pray that if there's anybody that's listening to this, that is holding on to their own feelings, that they would decide to walk in the obedience of you and, and do what you have told them to do. That they would be able to allow you to remove whatever they're holding on. Instead of walking around with guilt and condemnation and shame or anger, or whatever they're feeling, Lord, that they would say, here it is, God, take it away. And then, then they would realize that it has been taken away. God, that a weight would be lifted, that their step would just be easy and that their um, minds would be at peace. Lord, that they wouldn't be a, per- a people that are quick to respond in, in feelings that are that are ill and not of you, but that they would be, um, like your word says, that they would be quietly holding it back. That they wouldn't have full vent to their own selves, God, but that they would just quietly hold it back and have your wisdom. Lord, I ask that you just give um, a, a stillness to so many minds. Lord, I know sometimes mine races and goes in a million, million miles an hour. And Lord, I just ask that you quiet my own mind so that I can point to you. Lord, we love you. We praise you and honor you. Amen. Hey friend, I pray that this podcast resonated with you today. If it did, would you please do me a favor? Take three minutes and give me a review. Five star is obviously the best. And in the comments, write how God spoke to you today. Also, if you are not already, please, please, please follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at Casey Graham Russell all together. I would love to connect with you over there. And if you haven't checked out my website, CaseyGrahamRussell.com, we are constantly updating things. I'm sending out emails and just trying my best to give you guys more tools to live out your God-sized dreams. Until next time, God bless. And hey, guess what? I love you, but Jesus loves you so much more.